0: The following is a hoop ball presentation
1: It's Friday right. Friday for Today in Sports Betting. I'm Josh Millman, football's very own Josh Millman. I'm back with you. I was with Ira Silver on Monday, and now I'm with the great Devin Ellington. Devin, what's up, dude? How you doing?
2: Man, happy Friday to you. I'm excited to get this thing going. We've had a really hot week, mostly thanks to Ira, but man, <laughs> it's, uh, let's keep it going.
1: Yeah, what a fantastic start to this venture that we've had just we we've caught such fire this week and i hope that everyone listening has helped make uh some money also just dude what a great time i hope we can keep this up actually i know we can keep this up so i'm excited about it um yeah this has been a fun launch and yeah stick with us so again we're a hoop ball presentation hoop-ball.com uh do check us out Uh, leave us a review Uh, Wherever you're listening to this iPod, or excuse me, this podcast, that's iPod, what's wrong with me? And we're, and yeah, see, we're screwing this up already. It's Friday. And we're going to run down all of uh, today's NBA games. We might even talk about uh, a little bit about college basketball, and we've got the NFL Championship weekend coming up. So we'll hit on those things. Uh, But first, we've got to talk about our good friends at mybookie.ag. Head over to MyBookie.ag, make your predictions a reality. Uh, They are one of the most trusted in the industry. If you need a sports book and you want to make some bets, again, whether it's the NBA, the uh, the NFL playoffs, you want to get into the Premier League, NHL, whatever you want to get into, don't worry about it. MyBookie's got it all. They've got the fastest payouts, the best promotions, super helpful 24-7 customer service team, there it, it's what sets them apart they just have a fantastic customer service they care about their clients that's going to be you guys um, you can pull your bets together for bigger payouts if you've got a couple of favorites this week you parlay your wagers bet multiple games together and if they all come through you win big you got more lines of better odds for the player than any other sports book around and if you join right now MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. And all you have to do is use our promo code today. That's the word today, T-O-D-A-Y. Enter the promo code today and get your extra cash from MyBookie.com. Ag Again, the promo code is TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y. Tell them Josh and Devin sent you. Bet, win, get paid, mybookie.ag. And again, just we are a HoopBall presentation, hoop-ball.com. Check us out online. See some of our great writers. Uh, the great Aaron Bruski sign up for his newsletter. That's the only place where you can get Aaron's exclusive analysis. And do check out some of our other team coverage podcasts, including the Fantasy NBA Today, uh, DFS Today as well. It's We've got it going on. Uh, we've got you covered all things NBA this season. Devin, We got a lot of hoops to cover, my man.
2: We got a fair amount on this uh, Friday slate. Not as
1: much as last night, but I think there's some good stuff to get into for sure. Absolutely. So we are going to do this. There's only, you know, depending on where you look, we've got a few lines out, but we're going to try to cobble some things together. Uh, right now, my bookie has only four games out, but if we look elsewhere, um, we can see that there are some other games. So we'll start, um, at, we'll, we'll begin with the Washington wizards at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, right now, most, places have that that's not one that my bookie AG, uh, AG has right now but actually no that's not true they do have that uh it is minus uh the minus 10 and a half for the raptors over under in this one is 230 um so um home game for the raptors uh, the raptors are like they've gotten pretty healthy pretty quickly uh, all of a sudden, they've gotten um, you know a bunch of their stars back. Saul's back, Norman Powell's back, Siakam is back. Um, so they're they're getting healthy uh, pretty quickly again. I believe that Fred Van Vliet is questionable for this one. Uh, I believe I he that still he, is. Yeah, he's still questionable here. And um, I, there was reports that he was going to play in one of the Raptors games this weekend. We're not really sure which, which one. It could be this one. It could be tomorrow. Uh, I believe they're on a back-to-back. Um, so we shall see. Because if he does play, it will mean both teams are at full strength. Um Devin. What, what do we think about this? This is a, uh, a double-digit spread for the Raptors at home. I mean, obviously, it's, there's, this is a case of one good team, one bad team. Um, you know, not much more than that. The Wizards are notoriously terrible on defense. What do you think about this spread? And I'll, I'll, I'll say like a little bit of a piece uh, about the Raptors, but I do want to hear what you have to say first.
2: Sure, absolutely, yeah. So starting off, you know, you nailed it on the head right there with the health of the Raptors. Um, a note I made is that they just seem to be locked in and moving past all of these injuries that rapidly uh, plagued them. You know, Serge Ibaka has come back strong. Um, Mark Gasol had a great showing his first game back, and those defensive numbers and ratings of Toronto. Um, They didn't seem to flutter or fade uh, when all these injuries took place. So I think that says a lot about Nick Nurse's coaching, the culture, and then especially when the teams come up north and visit the Raptors. They're just an extra uh, steadfast defense. I feel like um, these teams are at different sides of the pace of play spectrum, and I tend to like the team that makes the um, team that usually plays faster play down and slow down to them and I also like that being the case when the team is at home more so so I look at Toronto in a good spot here um, I like the big spread I'm not really scared of it overall they're a better team than Washington obviously they have better coaching no offense to Scott Brooks but I think he's just a little bit outside of his uh, his uh, prime as far as NBA coaching territory. <laughs> so, um, and I have a slight lean to the under on this. Toronto's typically an under team, especially at home. They're twelve and nine. So, you know, it's uh, if I'm going to make a play on this, it's going to be that minus ten and a half in favor of Toronto.
1: Okay. So, what I wanted to uh, so you're taking the Raptors here. Um, yes. What I want, so they are twelve and nine at home against the spread. They are, I think, yeah, it looks like they're uh, eleven and ten over under uh, at home as well. What I would, so I, I, I wanted to pose this to you because, like you said, there are they are getting healthy. I, you know, we tend to play, you know, fade the team that has the guys coming back from injury. I wanted to just reference real quick their last couple of home games okay just 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 to kind of throw this out there the last last game at home they lost to the spurs 105 to 104 the last home game prior to that they lost to the portland trailblazers 101 to 99 gotcha only one in their last six games have they either won or lost by more than single digits, or excuse me, by more than double digits? Right. That was on the road against the Nets, a team that was was truly terrible before uh, Kyrie Irving's return. Does that sway your opinion any?
2: Well, hearing that now a little bit, um, I think where I'm going to hang my hat on is the fact that they're playing the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know San Antonio we've seen them pick up steam a little lately and Popovich is still a great coach and then with Portland you know they're underperforming and Terry Stocks is also you know he's, he's a pretty solid coach in my opinion so I think a lot of it's going to come down to coaching personnel um, you know it, it is a big number and um, you definitely did give me something else to consider for sure
1: yeah I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I this is a game that I might tease a little bit because like you said, Toronto should win this game. But if I can get that number down to like say four or five, I feel a lot more comfortable about that. Maybe match that up with, you know, one of the next game we're talking about, Indiana, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, that it's ten just the way that the Raptors have been playing. I'm definitely confident that, that the Raptors will win this game. Um, I, I just don't know how I feel about that line as a whole. I mean, it, it, it scares it scares me more than it does you. We'll Put it right. that way. But yeah. um, but uh, and again, I just think that you know the Wizards. Yeah, they're not good. They're not. They've been a terrible defensive team all year. I agree with you about you know just coaching of, of, of both sides, uh, the talent on both sides. Uh, but the Wizards are getting healthier also. And they can shoot the three. Bertans has been back. And, uh, you know, as as long as Beal can stay healthy, they can score at will. Um, And I know that the pace is going to be kind of slower on that. I do like the under in this one. I will say that much. So I'm with you there on the under. So perhaps that's our bet. Just take the under uh, in this one because it is kind of a a 230 line. Um, So I I think that might be my kind of safe play in this one. Take the under here. And then, if you're going to, you know, match this up with, uh, you know, another game, I might tease this line down a little bit. Uh, what yeah, do you think about like, that? I, yeah, yeah, I like that
2: angle a lot. Uh, coming uh, with some fresh perspective on that, yeah, that um, under is going to be something that I'm probably going to look at more so in this game. But that tease is, uh, I like that a lot. Yeah, get it under double digits and um, get the home team with a good defensive mindset in there and you know get some shutout uh ball the last, you know, six minutes of the game or so and really just get settled in and comfortable.
1: Nice. All right. Beautiful. All right. So we will that covers uh the Wizards at the Raptors. We will move on. So uh so unfortunately myBookie.ag does not have this one out, but we're reading off ESPN to also does uh daily betting lines as well from a number of different sources. So we will hit the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Indiana Pacers. So I saw this line immediately and thought like, okay, this is the type of matchup that I could probably pair with the, with the Raptors because the line on this is eight and a half uh, in favor of the Pacers. Uh, They're at home. Uh, We, we've noted that, you know, again, with, with Carl Anthony Towns is, is, I think questionable again, but you know, it's hard to imagine that there's going to be a situation where he starts. It's just, there'd have to be some like very clear news that he's starting. It's just, he's been questionable for the last, what, 13, 14 games and he hasn't played. There's something going on there clearly. Um, So it's hard to just factor him into uh, a, a, a role, you know, a starting role again, and even if he does play, that's again, like we said, fade the team with the returning star because who knows how healthy he'll be, and maybe the team will be a little bit out of sync, uh, etc. So I, 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 to be honest, I like the eight and a half, in and of itself for Indiana. But at the same time, if I like, if I'm a little bit cautious about the, um, the Raptors giving up ten points to the Wizards. Well, this is another game that I can tease down to, like, say, I don't know, uh, two or three in favor of the Pacers and feel really comfortable about that.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I like that um, pairing 100%. And then, you know, getting Carl Anthony Towns back, like you said, it's not really going to do them too much justice. You know, the team seems to be in disarray and the rotations are all out of whack after that seemingly meaningless trade that they made to Alan Crabb. I'm I'm not sure what, uh, what was going on there, but um, I do like the fact that Indiana and Minnesota did recently play. We have some really fresh uh, numbers to look at from a recent matchup and Indiana ended up covering. It wasn't a weight game for them. You know, that score went 104 to 99 under hit and um, you know, it, so it's, it's, we have some fresh stuff to look at. Um, Indiana's also 7-3 and three against the spread in their last 10 against Western Conference teams. And Minnesota's 1-4 in their last five games against the spread. So Indiana, obviously the way better team, seems to have the way better coaching uh, advantage. I, I tend to hang my hat a lot on the coaching uh, dynamic as well. But I really, really like Indiana to cover. And that tease, um, you know, I'm probably gonna have to tell you on that because I, I like that take 100. percent
1: Beautiful, yeah. So we'll we'll lock that in uh, for sure. Indiana also 11-7 and three at home against the spread. The Wolves, uh, they've been bad. They're actually pretty good on the road. They've been pretty lousy at home against the spread, but uh, they're 11-9 and one. But that doesn't really scare me uh, against the Pacers. Um, again, let's just don't don't overthink this one. They, you know, especially if we're we're thinking about a tease here, the the Pacers are definitely better than two three points against the the Wolves, so I'm not afraid of that at all. Um, so I, I yeah I like that one, uh, you know. So I think I think combining uh, the Pacers and the Raptors there uh, would be a pretty nice call. Do anything on the I don't see uh, an over under on this one yet. Uh, I found like a one.
2: consensus like over under uh, line on Oddshark. It's nothing official, obviously, but I'm seeing two sixteen and a half as like a okay. proposed um, which the over under was two eighteen just a few days ago when they played.
1: Gotcha. So they were under there. yeah, I don't know that that could go either way, I would imagine. so yeah uh, yeah, I feel safer in the T's there. so that's good. so we're off to a we're off to a solid start um here at, today in sports betting. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, The next game on our list are the Chicago Bulls at the Philadelphia 76ers. This line, according to mybookie.ag, is 7.5 in favor of the Philadelphia 76ers uh, over under, and this one is 2.14. Um, You know, on Monday, Ira had pulled this one out of a hat. He basically, I, like, I love this. Like, the, like this is just the, how on fire we were to start out. Uh, was He said, you know, the Bulls have a habit of starting out slowly. You know, it's a big line. But, you know, if they get down early and you're worried, you know, go play a live line. See if you can get it to 14. Sure enough, the line went to 14 after the Bulls got down early against the Celtics, and they ended up covering with a massive backdoor Uh, to end up losing by 12. Um, I don't know if this is going to be the case again here uh, with the Bulls out in Philadelphia. The Sixers are kind of all over the map recently, playing again without Joel Embiid. And I don't, you know, 7 I'm pretty comfortable with, with Philly here, but they're a team that I feel like could just, I don't know, just play terribly out of nowhere against a team that they should be able to beat pretty handily at home. Uh, And and at home, they're pretty solid against the spread, 11-9-1. The Bulls on the road are uh, 10-9-1, so it can really go either way. Devin, I'm actually kind of staying away from this one. What do you think?
2: This is a complete punt game for me also. I just cannot back the – Sixers in any aspect, I've taken points with them, I've laid points with them, and um, I've been uh, burned one too many times recently by them, so I'm just um, not exactly a fan of this game. There's a bunch of first quarter and first half metrics that I like to implement into some bets, and the the Bulls are one of my favorite teams to use that in, and um, it's just not matching up with this uh, matchup. It's not a good mesh whatsoever. Um, I will say that both teams are slightly under teams. Um, They both rank top 10 in defensive rating, which is crazy to think of with Chicago, but Chicago is at nine and Philly's at six, uh, according to NBA.com. So no play here for me. And if I was going to do a slight lean, it would be the under. Uh, I would play that very cautiously though. And, you know, I was doing some research and taking notes last night and the number I had for the over, over under was two sixteen, so that's already dropped two points. Mm-hmm. So I am going to stay as far away from this as possible.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing—we don't have to play everything. This is a game that, like you said, could—I feel like anything can happen in this one, um, and it's just there. There's it's fraught with danger. Um, I think I yeah I agree. We're not touching this one, and I have no problems just saying you know what. Is what it is. Let's move on. It's 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 a dicey line, dicey situation for both teams. Yeah, let's just let let's call that one, and uh, we'll move on with life. So Miami Heat at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, let's see. So again, mybookie.ag does not have this one, but I am seeing um, one one and a half mm-hmm. in favor of the home team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is really just a case of two very good teams, um, you know, coming out and playing each other. The the Thunder have been great recently. Um, they are again feature that fantastic three guard lineup of Chris Paul, Shai Gilgis, alexander and and Dennis Schroder. Uh, they they're seven and three in their last ten. They dropped they dropped their last one. Uh, recently, against uh, the Toronto Raptors, uh, nothing to be ashamed of there. Uh, but um, I, you know, with Miami coming in, they are 12 and nine against the spread at home. Uh, but the spread's really—it's it, very much like it's as close to a pick'em as it gets with the spread of one one and a half. Uh, Miami on the road, uh, not as good—nine and eleven and one uh, against the spread on the road. Devin, this is also a pretty tough one to kind of figure out. Uh, it feels like a bit of a coin flip to me. Uh, what do you think here?
2: Yeah, so taking a first look at this game, I got excited for it as far as a basketball fan goes. Oh, I think this is going to be a wonderful matchup. Now, that could be lessened a little bit because uh, Steven Adams was downgraded to doubtful as of right now. Nerlens Noel is still questionable. So there mm. goes their two big men. And then Miami, um, they're going to be down Tyler Hero potentially. He's questionable right now. He has a knee issue going on. Mm. Um, So with that being said, the big men play, you know, the aspect of that. You know, who's going to stop Bam Adebayo? Um, Myers uh, Leonard is pretty talented down there as well. But, you know, these teams are both great in their own way. The over-unders. Uh, Miami is actually a really big over team. They're 24, 15 and 1. and uh, Thunder, they're 19 and 22 to the unders. So I think there's kind of a bridge to uh, a gap to bridge or whatever that saying is here between <laughs> these two teams. Um, as much as I like this game, I'm probably gonna go ahead and stay away from it like also just because it's too hard to tell. Right. These teams are both very talented. They have some really um, great players, and they seem to be settling into who they are identity-wise as a team. And um, just some really encouraging numbers as far as against the spread numbers um, for, for both of the teams. They lead um, the league in that aspect. I think the Thunder are the number one team against the spread. And um, if I'm going to throw one thing out there, it's the fact that Miami's won 5-1 and one in their last seven games against Oklahoma City, against mm-hmm. the spread. Um, but, yeah, without the two big men, um, it's hard for me to really pick on this game um, right now. So
1: yeah, I'm fine with that as well. Just, yeah, because the big man news is really that, – that could change things pretty easily. Because, like you said, Bam bio could just eat if they're down – Noel and, and Stephen Adams in this one. Uh, at the same time, it just gives them more reason to play fast and play loose um, and something that could give, uh, uh, you know, kind of Miami's not like the most, you know, fastest pace of, of teams. So that's something that could probably give them a little bit of, of fits if they just play small and just start scoring the ball at will. Yeah, Miami's like over the last five games is, is, is close to the bottom of the league in terms of pace. Yeah. As you can possibly get, Oklahoma City's kind of middle of the pack, right there. So this might actually be kind of an under game, uh, if you ask me. Just you know, mid pack, you know, team playing. You know, they might, you know, Miami again. If if the if the Thunder end up missing both Adams and uh, and Nerlens Noel, I would imagine that Miami tries to slow this game down, tries to pound the ball inside, whereas you know. Okay. So he tries to quicken up the pace, but I feel like Miami with, with Jimmy Butler has some of those uh, perimeter defenders to try to keep that at bay. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think if I had to lean anywhere, I would take Miami in this one. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: then if I had to lean anywhere, I'd probably take the under as well.
2: Yeah. I actually am going to lean those ways as well. I, I like that a lot. Um, Getting the points with the healthy team or healthier team Correct. seems yeah. to be uh, the smarter way to go for me.
1: Yeah, beautiful. I'm glad we're on the same page there, definitely. We
2: did not <laughs> like, rehearse this.
1: No, I know. I, you know what's <laughs> funny is like I, the same thing happened with with when I did this with Ira on Monday, and sure enough, like everything like turned out just fine for us. But like that, but that's the whole thing. You talk through these things. You talk through the scenarios. And, you know, hopefully they they work themselves out. But I think this all makes sense. Uh, the next game on the docket are the Cleveland Cavaliers visiting the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, MyBookie.ag has this one at 8.5 in favor of the Grizzlies. Over-under in this one is 229.5. Um, again, two teams that are going in completely different directions. Uh, the Grizzlies are... Yeah, they're pretty hot right now. I would say red hot. One of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the league. They've won their last six in a row. They look fantastic. Absolutely. Um, they're they're they are. You know, everyone thought this was a rebuilding year, and they're healthy, and they are just they're super strong right now. They're thirteen and ten at home against the spread. The Cavs, on the other hand, again, just they've been dealing with, you know. Kevin loves tantrums and, you know, the coach is saying, you know, John Beeline saying like terrible things, uh, you know, it's, team are slugs, a team of slugs. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So again, how how motivated is this team to really put up a fight against the team that is very clearly like feeling themselves now and are like, you know what, Hey, we're young. We can be a little bit reckless, They've really gotten in stride. And they're saying, you know what, they have that why not us mentality. Um, This is a line where, you know, eight, you know, eight and a half doesn't scare me that much right now because just, again, Memphis can really score at will. And that's a team that that does play fast. uh, One of the top five or six teams in terms of pace over the last five games or so. Offensive rating top five over the last five games. Again, the team's on fire. Net rating over the last five games also is is eleven uh, for these guys. So, uh, so for an eight and a half line, I'm not really super afraid of it. Um, so, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking at the Grizzlies in this one. Devin, what do you think?
2: Yeah, so I think this is probably my favorite card or bet on the card uh, or game on the card. Pardon me. Um, for a couple different angles, I obviously really like Memphis in this one. Against the spread this year, they're 26, 14, and 1 um, in the first half, 15, and 8 at home. And Cleveland is as opposite of that as you can get 15, oh, nice. 26, uh, 8, and 13 on the road with a negative 8.52 point differential. So if you are able to find a first half spread bet, in favor of Memphis, somewhere around four and a half, five, I think you have to jump all over that Mm. and just go ahead and get that locked in. Um, talking about how hot Memphis is now that Utah lost, I think Memphis does have the largest win streak in the NBA. Um, don't quote me, but that would be my (laughs) educated guess. And just to further that a little bit in their last 10, they're eight and two. Um, and their losses were to Denver and Sacramento. But mm. the teams that they've beaten, you know, they've beaten the Thunder, Charlotte, which, you know, Charlotte's not yeah,
1: Charlotte a doormat. Has, that's okay.
2: Uh, the Clippers, they hung 140 on the Clippers. Yeah. Um, they beat Phoenix, San Antonio, scored 130 on them. And that game against Houston recently where their offense was impressive, but I don't know if you are watching the game, but I was. And at the end of the game, the way they locked in defensively against the Rockets was um,
1: – Was impressive, yeah. It was very
2: impressive. I think that the Rockets were down Westbrook, if I remember right, though. But needless to say, they're scoring a lot of buckets right now. They're young. They're exciting. They have a lot of confidence right now, and you can see it translate out to the court. Uh, 6-0 and in their last six games against the spread. And um, the last time that these two teams played, granted this was way back in December before we got this Grizzlies team of who they are right now, the total went under just ever so slightly. And um, the Grizz only shot 43.1%. So Mm -hmm. definitely room to grow in that. And I really, really, really like the Grizzlies.
1: uh, I found a four and a half first half spread. Oh, yeah, we got to pound that one.
2: Yeah, I like them in the first half. I like them in the total, and I like the total to even go over. Um, yeah,
1: no, th- this is all, like, again, the, the stars are feel like they're aligning in this one. Um, it, you know, the eight-and-a-half, again, just the way Memphis has been playing, if we needed, like, any more fuel to this fire, there's only one team that's been worse over the last five games in terms of defensive rating and the, that than the Cleveland Cavaliers, and that's the New York Knicks. So that basically tells you all you need to know right now. Playing against an, an on-fire, fast-paced offensive team, this you know the Cavs are going to have absolutely no solutions for this one. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. There's a lot of different angles that we can take. It's really just a matter of like what you guys are comfortable with. But you can take the first half, you can take the full game, the over, you name it. Um, uh, there's there's a lot here. This is the most. I agree with you. The most appetizing game that we see right now.
2: One side note I will add is that they are probable to get Jay Crowder back. I'm not sure if you count him as a star, but you know, you know, just something,
1: something to bear him. in mind. Yeah, I mean, look, he can be a little bit up or down, but I don't think that he's. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a a, a star per se, but he's been kind of a cog in the rotation. But that, but this team goes through through John ja Morant right now, mm-hmm. and they've got you know guys like Brooks and Jonas Valanciunas, and Triple J's been been on fire also um so i i i wouldn't imagine that's going to disrupt them too much because he's kind of been in and out of the lineup over the past couple weeks or so
2: right he he's a player that you don't have to really reconfigure your rotations around he's a very good just fill in role guy he knows what he needs to do and he's not going to take away from his teammates so
1: absolutely beautiful all right Love that game. We're going to move on to the Atlanta Hawks visiting the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs are giving up eight in this one. Yes, spreads eight on mybookie.ag. Over under is 229. It doesn't appear that there's anyone on either side that is super banged up in this one. The Hawks right now enjoy the, I believe, the worst or tied for the worst record in the league with the Golden State Warriors. Um, oh, no, sorry. They're just slightly they, – the Warriors have a couple more losses uh, than the Hawks, but both are only nine-win teams. Um, and on the Spurs side of things, they've kind of hung around a little bit. Not super exciting. They're, they've are they kind of got that boring old Spurs thing going on with them. They are 5-5 five and five in their last ten. Uh, they dropped their most recent one as well. When we look against the spread, uh, this the uh, the San Antonio Spurs are actually super lousy at home. Yes, they which are. Which is kind of crazy. Like, come to think of it, you, you you know, you associate the Spurs typically as being a strong home team, but they are six and fourteen at home against the spread. Whereas the Hawks are pretty much equally terrible on the road. 7-15 <laughs> against the spread on the road. Um, I don't know what to make of this one. You know, Trey Young is is back and obviously looks totally fine as usual. Uh, he's been playing all sorts of banged up. Um, Devin, this, again, this doesn't feel like a game that I, I'm willing to touch all that much, but uh, you may feel differently. What do you think?
2: You know, I may lay a smidge of my pinky on it, but I'm not going to go out and grab hefty shares of uh, placing bets in this game. Mm. Um, just some over under stuff. You know, it, it's kind of crazy to think that the Spurs are this over team, uh, but they are. They're 23 15 and one, and at home, 12 7 and one. Uh, and Atlanta is 13 uh, and nine, over and under away from their home. So. If you want to go with a slight overplay here and lean on that ever so slightly, I would maybe say do it cautiously. Um, you know, the total's gone over nine of San Antonio's last 13. And, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those games where uh, Atlanta could come out and score at 140 and just completely surprise right. the Spurs, you know. I don't feel good about any side of this uh game. So it's um probably one I'm going to stay away from and just probably won't even watch it too much to be honest. Yeah,
1: this isn't like this isn't one of the most appetizing games. I don't no. think yeah, like I I'm with you. I don't think either team is really that appealing at this point. Like you said, either either neither one of these teams are particularly good on defense. Um either now or on the full season. Um, I don't think that San Antonio has any answers for a guy like Trey Young, and I don't think Atlanta has any answers for someone like a LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, I like, I, I'm with you. If I was to play one thing, it'd probably be the over in this one, um, just because it's that seems to be the tendency of, of both teams. Um, but other than that, yeah, like you said, eight, Feels like it could go either way pretty quickly. Um, So I'm staying away from that line altogether. But like you said, we would lean over uh, in this one. But there are obviously far more fun games uh, that we've covered already. The last one that we will cover are the Portland Trailblazers at the Dallas Mavericks. Um, This one, uh, I'm seeing anything from five and a half to six and a half in favor of the Dallas Mavericks. Do not see an over/under as of right now. This is one that my bookie does not have at this juncture. Do you see an uh, an over/under on on um, Dallas Portland I'm, yet? I'm
2: checking a couple different game or sites right now. Um, I was looking at Bovada um, and Five. I'm seeing times. I'm seeing
1: two twenty eight and a half actually.
2: Yes, that's where. yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah.
1: 228 and a half. It looks like, you know, Kristaps Porzingis is questionable. And, and I had seen that he might have been targeting this one to, to be back. Um, I don't know. That might change things a little bit for me. If if Kristaps Porzingis does play, um, just again, fade, fade the star coming back. But at the same time, Portland hasn't exactly been, you know, I haven't been super confident in them all season. Uh, They have won their last couple. But, uh, again, that was, you know, they they did shock the Rockets on the road. Uh, So, and and this was after beating the Hornets at home. But, again, that that, that Hornets game didn't really inspire because that was the game where we said Portland has no business giving up, you know, nine and a half points to any team. Um, so this is another situation where, you know, five and a half, six points is just close enough for me to have a little bit of caution. Uh, the Blazers are 10 and 13, uh, on the road against the spread. Whereas Dallas at home is also pretty not great. Um, eight and 13 and one against the spread at home. Oh, I hate to end the NBA this way, but this feels like another stay away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Especially if Porzingis does play, you know, we, we love to use that getting a star back uh, fade uh, strategy. You know, it's, it's worked out for me a lot in the past. And, you know, it's with a finicky team like Portland, so up and down, you just never know. They're actually the second to last uh, worst team in the NBA against the spread. Detroit's only uh, the only team that's worse than they are. Wow. So, you know, taking that fade with the starter returning, uh potentially strategy and then with the, one of the worst teams in the league against the spread, it's just kind of hard to figure out yeah. you know, which side to take on that.
1: Two competing narratives basically.
2: Exactly. That kind of just cancel each other out. Um so in that sense it makes it to where I just want to stay pretty far away from this one. Yeah. Um No overwhelming numbers as far as over/unders go or trends. So I mean, it's it it could be a good game. Could be entertaining. Could get close down the stretch with a bunch of shot makers hitting shots. You know, Dane, time, Mello, Luca, throw Tim Hardaway in there as a sharpshooter, and (laughs) you know, it could you know Maxi Kleber. He's been filling in nicely for Porzingis, so. Um. It's it's just one of those things where it's not enticing. It's not uh, entertaining as far as betting goes in my sense, or in my opinion. Um, so I, I'm going to stay away from this one also. I can't figure out a way to play this one. Yeah,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I mean, I think, yeah, like you said, fun basketball game. It'll be fun seeing Dame and Luca go at it. But from a betting perspective, it's not a game that I feel – confident any which way uh when we do this so i let's let's wrap up what we said for our nba folks and this will go out on twitter as well and and while we have that like we might as well just say you can follow me i'm at josh millman on twitter devin what's your handle
2: i'm d-a-l-e d-a-e-l-l-i-e double 007.
1: nice and you should follow us on twitter you should also follow hoopball gaming that's where all of us, myself, Devin, Ira, and Neil, will be tweeting from as we cover the games. Uh, Hoop Ball Gaming at Hoop Ball Gaming. Uh, check us out. That's where we'll be posting uh, all of our picks. And it looks like tonight we are feeling uh, a bit of a tease with the Raptors and the Pacers in this one. Uh, and we also like hammering the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. First half, full game over against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and so we had a lean on the Miami Heat, and we pretty much stayed away from the uh, from the Bulls and the Sixers. We've also stayed away from uh, Hawks, uh, Hawks, Spurs with a lean on, lean towards the over, but uh, and then we're staying away from uh, the uh, the. Portland Trailblazers and the Dallas Mavericks. So I, th- I think I covered it. Did I get everything there, Devin?
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, with a little bit of a light card, it feels like that you're always missing something. I think it's because you wanna scratch that itch to place bets and, you know, personally speaking, it's come back to get me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I just, I see a card, I just wanna place bets, I wanna place bets, but you gotta do it smart.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely, and like, so. like, like we've always said, you don't have to bet everything. Just you know, look at the lines. Look at like the, the history of each team. Look at what they've been doing. And if it doesn't jive with what's, what's been going on, you don't have to bet those games. Bet the smart games and just get out if, if you're not feeling confident uh, in, in any other game either which way. So that wraps up our NBA games. I, Devin, I know you said you're a big college basketball guy. Uh, what do you got for the hoop ballers on the college All basketball right. side of things?
2: College basketball tonight, another small slate, but there is a game that stuck out to me and it's a team that I have been very much so enjoying watching and keeping track of this year. And that, or that is the Dayton Flyers. They are going on the road to play the St. Louis Billikens. This is an Atlantic 10 conference game that's got some pretty uh, stakes involved. Both teams are... Uh, above 80% on the win percentage. Dayton's 15-2. and two, St. Louis is 14-3. And, three. and uh, it's Dayton's 7.5 right now on the line. And I am going to take that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Dayton's one of the more consistent teams in the country. And um, as far as a small advantage goes on their offensive side, uh, the turnover battle, they actually win that uh specifically up against the st louis team um this is a it's going to be a great game i think it's going to be back and forth but you're going to see dayton lock in and hit some big shots down the stretch i'm thinking that they stretch it out to maybe a 10 point victory and uh pace is going to be pretty averaged by division one standards but um you know, you're going to see some execution uh, on both sides of the ball, and I think it's just going to be an enjoyable game if you need something to kind of keep your eyes on for some college basketball.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, I, I am admittedly not a college basketball guy. I usually reserve my, my judgment to throw out brackets in March and, <laughs> and waste my money that way. But yeah. uh, I, I, I trust you there. Um, so, yes, so roll with the Flyers. In this one, and um, hit up Devin if uh, need any other college basketball advice, uh, because I am definitely not the guy for it. I'm sorry, uh, hoop ballers. Uh, but what? But more importantly, we do have a couple of big games on Sunday, uh, and we are not going to be recording over the weekend. So why don't we lay this out there, and we'll, we'll probably tweet about this over the weekend as well. But why don't we do this, Devin? Let's just – let's – AFC or, – or, well, it looks like, yeah, the AFC is the earlier game at 3 o'clock. The Chiefs are a 7.5-point favorite, it looks like. Uh-huh. Over-under is 53. What do What do we think about this one?
2: Man. All right. So, obviously, I live in Kansas City, and it's um, – you know, you hear a lot of stuff. Uh, you hear um, a lot of things as far as um, homerisms and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and this spread opened at 10 and uh, the over under at 50 and a half. So obviously people are hammering the Chiefs and hammering that over. So I'm going to come out and say that I'm going to try to be a sharp here. I, I like the under. Ooh. to be quite frank, um, which is weird to say with the Chiefs team. But this Tennessee team, uh, they're going to try to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. They're going to run it with Derek Henry. They're going to take their shots when they need to. Um, but as we've seen so far in the playoffs, Tannehill's not a uh, – well, he's no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no, he, that's it, yeah. he hasn't eclipsed that 100-yard passing, um, passing yard um, clip yet. So I think – Tennessee's going to come out, try to play their game. And if they do get down quick and early, they're not the team that is going to be able to uh, compete, you know, like Houston did with um, the Chiefs and put a bunch of points up out of nowhere. Um, not to mention the Chiefs defense still only allowed 14 or 15 points, taking away those two follies on special teams. Um so yeah, I, I'm leaning the under, and I, I, I believe the Chiefs are gonna. They're definitely a ten point better team than the Titans, and but I don't want to touch the spread. I'm probably still gonna just stick with the over/under and take the under.
1: Gotcha. Okay. It is. It is gonna be cold. In Kansas City, yeah. we're getting like... sleet
2: right now, so it's... Mm.
1: so I don't. But it doesn't look like, at least from what from my you know from my forecast, that there's gonna be any particular weather elements, just going to be really cold. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that that affects things necessarily. Um, But yeah, like I, so I, I see this and I think to myself, whoever scores first is really going to dictate how this game goes. And just because Tennessee has been able to kind of get the jump on the, their last couple of games, be it against, you know, the Patriots um, or be it, be it against you know, I don't, I don't. Yeah, sorry, Baltimore. Yeah, because Baltimore they got up against Baltimore, and that took that took Lamar Jackson out of his element and that whole offense out of their element. And as yeah, Derrick Henry is probably the hottest player in the entire league right now. But let's say Kansas City gets the toss and the ball and scores, that immediately puts tennessee on the defensive and that takes them out of their game and i think what they've been able to get away with is get a lead early ride derrick henry until the wheels fall off and limit the amount of throws that Tannehill has to make so it's i'm with you on the under on this one the spread to me is is kind of a bit scary because i think the game could go really either which way
2: for that reason
1: yeah so yeah, I I yeah I'm going I'm with you on the under here but uh I can't really it it's I almost think like play you know I'll take a page out of Ira's book play the live line <laughs> and, and just see who scores first and see what happens from there because I think whoever scores first in this one is going to control the narrative of the football game
2: I I think that's a great uh approach and um yeah, you know, the good thing about football is with the live betting, well, any sport really, but, I mean, you can just see, you know, especially with two teams like this where one is so offensively orientated and the other is just as nitty-gritty defensive, um, you know, Mike Vrabel coach, Tennessee team, you're able to see how the game's probably going to play out real quickly. I mean, you're just going to be able to see how the game planning's working, Um so, I mean, it's it, it's going to be a fun, interesting game, I think. Clashing Styles, uh, winner to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's going to be, yeah, it, it'd it's be interesting.
1: It's going to be a good one. Uh, NFC, the San Francisco 49ers are seven-and-a-half point favorites also, according to my mybookie.ag. Over-under in this one is 46. San Francisco looked the part in dismantling the Vikings. Green Bay kind of—I mean, I guess you could say—struggled a little bit to put away the Seahawks. The Seahawks are one of those frisky teams, though, that you know until they're completely dead, they never go away, and that's just the Russell Wilson factor of things. Um, seven and a half feels to me like a big number, mm-hmm. a really big number, and and I just in my head, it's hard for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, you know, with all these teams left, is the most experienced, the most seasoned, the most savvy quarterback in this group, and I can't fathom that the Packers will 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 be down by more than one score and a game that that Rodgers will have control over. Um, I I maybe I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards taking the points in this one and, and saying that green, I think green Bay can certainly cover, um, the seven and a half. I don't, I don't know that they can necessarily win outright. I don't know that they, they have the, the, the team to do that, but I cannot pet against Aaron Rogers. It's really hard for me to do that. Um, Devin, what do you think? Yeah, I, um, we're
2: in the same canoe here on that one, Josh, because, um, you've seen it time and time again where this guy known as Aaron Rodgers just finds a way, Um, you know, and like you said, he's the most experienced. Um, I think he's also uh, building and trying to complete his legacy a little bit now. Um, You know, he's trying to get that one more ring that Brett Favre uh, didn't get. He's trying to, uh, you know, make this adjustment from Mike McCarthy to LaFleur and, You know, show that he is a capable quarterback no matter, you know, the pieces around him. And one thing I will say is if Green Bay is able to get the Smith Brothers, air quotes, um, you know, Zendarius and um, Zach, oh no, that's not it. The, The Smith Brothers, the pass rushers.
1: Gotcha. If they're able
2: to get Jimmy Garoppolo flustered to the ground and Build a quick 10-0 lead. You know, I think that this is going to be a game that is going to be hard for Jimmy Garoppolo to, you know, because he's not that that kind of quarterback to come back and just storm you back. And um, we haven't seen a whole lot of playoff Jimmy G. So if I'm going to take quarterback to quarterback, um, you know, obviously I'm going to lean Aaron Rodgers. I do worry a bit about the defense that San Fran rolls out. That defense is just monstrous from the back end to the front seven, to their coaching, to their nickel corners. I mean, it's just a um, wrecking uh, wrecking crew, to say the least. And that run game, you know, if they get that run game going uh, with their fullback Yurcich and uh, – uh, or Nagic or whatever that weird name <laughs> is. <laughs> um, you know they use a lot of motion. They uh, disorientate defenses. If if any team can neutralize the pass rush of the Packers, I think it's going to be San Fran. I personally have some future stakes at, uh, uh, in current bets right now in this game, and I'm pulling for the Packers to win outright. Don't think it's going to happen, but I got some good money on it, uh, good odds when I place the bet. So I'm going to be pulling for the Packers. I I would take the points, and um, I don't have anything to say as far as the over/under goes. I I just I can't decide. You know, both offenses could come out and just click. Um, yeah. So you know, it, it's a hard one. I think this is the more hard pick out of the championship games.
1: I think that that's totally fair, and I think you know our our, our bets. Yeah, look, both of these games could go either which way. I think the the you know if we were to lock in bets for our listeners, for everyone on Twitter, it would be Green Bay plus seven and a half in this one, and under fifty three in the KC Tennessee game. Uh, but they should be great game. Both of these games should be great games. That you know, there's some great storylines here uh, across the board, and. You know, should be a fun, fun weekend of sports and football. Um, Let's give a quick shout out to mybookie.ag. Again, uh, sign up with the promo code T-O-D-A-Y. Uh, if you're going to play some bets this weekend, uh, Hoopball sent you for uh, the promo code T-O-D-A-Y. That's today. Uh, so you can get 50% on your initial deposit. Uh, Devin, that about wraps it up, my man. It uh, does. This, was, this was a lot of fun we had a super successful first week here at hoopball gaming and today in sports betting uh, this has been a lot of fun we're going to keep doing this Monday through Friday we'll be on Twitter all weekend giving you some more insight into these games and watch as the excitement unfolds so Devin any parting words for the crew? Good luck and let's go Grizz <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Hoop Ballers. Take care, everyone.
0: This has been a Hoop
2: Ball presentation.